on the road with Baylor basketball. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor athletics. Well, I think, first of all, that, that that's a national uh, audience, and uh, ESPN game uh, should be the uh, most viewed game of the night and gives your program a great platform. Uh, at the same time, it's a great venue. We've been there, a lot of excitement. Uh, again, coach is always going to get nervous about certain things, and uh, with a lot of new guys, definitely after that game, we'll be able to have things exposed that, that we maybe don't see each and every day in practice against ourselves. The John Morris Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, by Kaleo Wealth Management, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. The strength of this team, I feel like the strength of this team is our team chemistry off the court. I feel like we bond very well together, you know, like everybody throughout the whole team has, you know, a bond with each guy. So I feel like that's going to take us a long way in uh, our toughness and togetherness throughout the whole team and throughout the whole season for sure. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Uh, I'm super excited, uh, you know, just coming on my visit and stuff, seeing the college environment and the, the energy and game. So now just going to be able to be in the game. I'm super excited. I've uh, been looking forward to the summer. Um, been looking forward to the past couple of days. Uh, I just, I love the energy in, in, in gym. So just to be able to play in it finally, I'm, I'm like too happy. Now. On the road with the Bears, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Wednesday. Glad you're with us. Coach Scott Drew, Jacoby Walter, Jay Nunn in the open. Back from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where the Bears uh, won in dramatic fashion. Their season opener last night over Auburn. Coming from uh, nine points down at halftime to win the game, 88-82. It was a closing 16-6 run by the Bears to overcome the deficit and win the game by six. Really a a terrific win for the Bears, one that will pay dividends the remainder of the season because Auburn's a team that is probably going to win a lot of games over the course of the year, and Baylor has that win over the Tigers in their back pocket. So a great win for the Bears. Uh, if you listened to our broadcast or watched on ESPN television last night, uh, you saw the uh, – uh, the setup there at the uh, Sanford Pentagon, small arena, but packed out and really good atmosphere. And they saw a really good game last night, a really good game between two good teams. Uh, Baylor number 20 in the nation, Auburn not ranked in the AP poll, but 15th in the Ken Palm rankings. So uh, they uh, are certainly a team that we'll keep an eye on over the remainder of the season. With the win, 88-82, 
Baylor over Auburn. Baylor now 19-2 and in season openers under Scott Drew. They've won five straight. They lead the all-time series against Auburn now 6-2. to And uh, some real impressive individual performances in the game last night, not the least of which freshman Jacoby Walter. He set a program record for the most points by a freshman in his collegiate debut with 28 points last night. I mean, there were times when Jacoby Walter as a true freshman was the best player on the floor and that was saying a lot because there were some good, good players out there. So uh, a Baylor record uh, 28 points in his uh, collegiate debut 28 points also the fourth most by a freshman in a debut in Big 12 history and the most since 2007 Uh, most uh, points by a freshman at Baylor since Keontae George had 32 at West Virginia January of last year so of last season so uh, Jacoby Walter really impressive Um, his first shot was sort of an off balance deep three top of the key and from that point on it was oh man here's the guy that we knew was McDonald's All-American and uh, one of the highest recruits ever for Baylor and got to see it on display last night 10 for 10 at the free throw line uh, as part of his 28 points so, Baylor uh, with the win. Uh, other notable performances from last night. Jalen Bridges, double figures for the 35th time in his career, 20th at Baylor. Ray J. Dennis was big in his Baylor debut last night, 15 points for a Ray J. J. Nunn uh, was really big with some defensive stops down the stretch. Uh, Baylor kept... Um, uh, you know, trying to cut into the lead again. Uh, turnovers plagued Baylor in the first half. Eleven in the first half, but only four total in the second half. So they got better in that area. But those eleven turnovers led to a nine-point halftime deficit. And uh, so the Bears were fighting uphill from that point on. Um, and, and in the end, when they were making their run, uh, Jaden Nunn was really big with some defensive stops. How about Eves Misi last night? Uh, scored 10 points for the Bears. Uh, two of those, maybe three of those of the uh, exclamation point variety. There was a play in the second half where he stole an inbounds pl- pass and drove hard to the basket and just ram-jammed it home. Nearly tore the rim down. It was unbelievable, the athleticism by Eve Misi. Uh, and, and by the way, Pat and I mispronounced it all night. Now we know Eve Misi is the correct pronunciation, so we won't make that mistake again. But he was uh, just terrific. And then to conclude that sequence, the steal, the basket, the dunk, and he was fouled in a three-point play. Then they went down to the other end, and he blocked a shot by Auburn. So uh, Eve, in his Baylor debut, the seven-foot freshman, uh, really, really good. Langston Love in double figures uh, last night as well. So there uh, were some of the highlights from the Baylor win. Late night coming back. Long game, a lot of free throws shot. Uh, and free throws another area where Baylor excelled last night. 27 of 34 shooting free throws, uh, a part of the six point win for the Bears so some of the highlights from that and as I said late night back I laid my head on my pillow at 
3.53 this morning, and then up and out for a uh, Baylor Athletic Department staff meeting this morning, which was very good. Glad I was there for that. Uh, and the Bears turn right around and play again tomorrow. It is the 11 a.m. Future Bears game uh, versus John Brown tomorrow in the Farrell Center for Baylor. So that's up next for the Bears Thursday at 11. Then Sunday, they'll play again against Gardner-Webb, 4 o'clock in the Farrell Center. Baylor women uh, back in the practice floor, uh, back in the lab after their season opening win on Monday. They will play on Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday, against a now fifth-ranked uh, Utah. So a top 20 matchup, Baylor and Utah women's basketball Tuesday in the Farrell Center. Hey, let me mention this. Um, Baylor Coaches Show comes up tonight. Should be a fun hour, 7 to 8, live from Rudy's. Mike McGraw will be with us, Baylor men's golf coach. And Ryan McGuire will be with us, Baylor volleyball coach. So come join us at Rudy's or it'll be right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, leaving things uh, in the audio vault. Aaron will take you the rest of the way. I am uh, headed out to uh, the memorial service for Woody Rogers and uh, just a, a tremendous friend for many years, Woody and Ann Rogers. Uh, a lot of you I know know him, passed away on Saturday and uh, honored to be at his service here this afternoon. But we'll leave things in the capable hands of Aaron Sexton. And what we'll have coming up in the hour, let you hear a recorded interview with Wyatt Thompson the voice of the K-State Wildcats, Baylor in Kansas State this Saturday from the Little Apple. And then uh, let you hear in a couple of segments uh, part of our most recent Lunch with a Legend with Tweety Carter. So though that is coming up later in the hour. So settle in. We appreciate you being with us. And again, thanks to Aaron for uh, uh, manning the controls here in the hour as I attend the memorial service for Woody Rogers. Thanks for being with us. John Morris Show, Alan Samuels Studios. Thanks to uh, Alan Samuels Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Let you know tomorrow we'll be live at City Ranch Boot Company. That'll be fun. We'll be out there uh, in visit with uh, uh, Jay Kelly uh, and the folks at City Ranch Boot Company. That'll be from 2 to 6 coming up tomorrow following the Baylor men's basketball game right here on ESPN Central Texas. Thanks all also to Alliance Bank, Alliance Bank, Central Texas, the Baylor Club, also by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6 in Waco, and D'Amore Fine Jewelers, thanks to all of them. Take a break, back with more. Aaron takes you the rest of the hour. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. It's a top 20 women's basketball matchup in the Farrell Center Tuesday as Baylor hosts Utah. 6 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 6.30 tip-off Tuesday. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Payments for qualified buyers at 5.9% for 72 months, 5,000 down, cash or trade, DTL, extra CD details. Road construction continues, and so do the savings at Richard Carr's pre-owned construction sales event. Qualified buyers can get a pre-owned 2017 Nissan Sentra for $150 a month, a 2015 Mercedes C250 for $241 a month, or a 2017 Ford F-150 XL for $390 a month. Over 90 thoroughly inspected pre-owned vehicles in stock. 100% approval is always our goal. Call, log on, or get here now for the pre-owned construction sales event at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. 
Whether it's a problem with your debit card or just a simple question, things always seem to come up when your bank is closed. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you have access to a real, live, local person who can resolve issues and answer questions from 6 to 8.30 every morning or from 5 to 10 o'clock every evening. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Listen to the John Moore Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. You don't want to miss the Veterans Day sale at City Ranch Boot Company. Take advantage of $100 off all exotic boots and $50 off regular cowhide boots. All the exotic wallets, belts, and money clips in stock, $50 off. The store is stocked with boots, belts, wallets, and ladies' bags. The leather includes ostrich, elephant, hippo, crocodile, lizard, buffalo, and cowhide. Also, there will be a drawing at 3 p.m. for a free custom-designed pair of ostrich boots. While you're there, talk with Jay at City Ranch Boot Company about ordering a quality custom-made boot. Former Baylor football letterman in the 1980s, Jay has been an importer of exotic leather for 28 years. He'll help you pick your own leather in addition to the toe and heel style. New boots would make a great Christmas gift. We'll see you at the Veterans Day sale and also Jay's birthday, Saturday, November the 11th, 11 to 3.30 at City Ranch Boot Company, 10267 North River Crossing, Waco. Dynamic Fabrication Solutions specializes in industrial maintenance, structural steel fabrication, and erection, all forms of welding, and much more. 
Their team of qualified professionals have secured a sterling reputation in delivering high-quality products and outstanding customer service. They are committed to delivering the best product possible in an efficient manner so you can move forward with peace of mind. Dynamic Fabrication Solution LLC is the number one specialty contractor in Central Texas. For more information, dynamic-fs.com. Cuts courtesy of the K-State Sports Network from Learfield. Wyatt Thompson, the call. And we're joined by the voice of the Wildcats now as Baylor goes to Manhattan to play Kansas State coming up this Saturday afternoon. Wyatt, it is good to visit with you. And uh, here we come, coming your way as we head down the home stretch. Here we are in November of football season. It really has gone fast, hasn't it? I think the older I get, the quicker these seasons go, J-Mo. But it's good to be on with you again. And Cats, as you know, are coming off a real tough loss on the road and, and probably be excited to be back home where they've played very well this year. So looking very much forward to seeing you and, and catching up a little bit. And uh, uh, again, nice, nice always to be home. That's yeah, just absolutely. the nature of the beast. That game last week, uh, you guys were down, I think, 27-7 to Texas, playing in Austin. Next time I looked up, it was tied, and then you were going to overtime. Uh, looked like a great comeback by K-State. Yeah, you know, I was very proud of the effort because they were down 17 to nothing. And as you said, 27-7, and you're thinking they're just not getting enough done here to have a legitimate chance. They had 34 yards uh, in the first half, were unable to run the ball. And you know this, they're one of the best running teams in the league and uh, just so difficult to get anything going against their big front. But some adjustments, I think, uh, on both sides of the ball. But in the second half, K-State was able to throw it a lot better. As a matter of fact, you know, Will Howard's had a lot of good games here, but that was the best game in terms of number of throwing yards in his career at 327. He had four touchdown passes, and it gave gave uh, the Cats an opportunity. But but I do think that they had a couple of two or three things that really kind of kept them from winning. It, it, one was a uh, <laughs> they, they missed a, an extra point after tying the game at 27 on a miscommunication. It wasn't a bad snap or hold, just – the snap came to the holder before he was ready. And then Texas drives right back down and takes the lead. I thought that was monumental in the game. Uh, and, the, and then, you know, the fourth down play in overtime where you're down three, 33-30, and, and Coach Kleiman wanted to roll the dice and go for it and win the game. And they just didn't have anything clean on fourth and four. They actually changed it and, and called that a sack to end the game. So they certainly had their chances, just not quite good enough against Texas that day. You mentioned Will Howard, a veteran quarterback, but you've used two quarterbacks and both have been, you know, in their own right, very effective. What's the um, uh, what's the thinking as far as using both those quarterbacks? Well, really, to be honest, it's still Will's team. He's kind of the face of the program. But with that said, and he's just two touchdown passes away from tying Josh Freeman for K-State's all-time mark. He's got 42, and Josh had 44 touchdown throws in his career. So he's been good for a long, long time. But Avery Johnson's been so good. He was a four-star kid out of Mays South down by Wichita, uh, kind of came down to K-State in Oregon. So you know he's a pretty good football player. He can really spin it. He can run. Fans are excited about him. He's kind of a golden boy, as a matter of fact, because uh, with the long long locks and what have right. you. But really good kid. Um came in and in, in the uh, 
January time and, and went through spring and and he's just put himself in a position that they need to play him some. It's just they've been a little bit picky with it in, in how they do it. Um, and, and he's been mostly run so far. I think all K-Staters are excited about the day they actually cut him loose and really let him go. Uh, but but I don't know that he necessarily has I mean, I know he doesn't have Will's experience and probably isn't reading defenses like he does, and maybe that's the most of it now. But in run situations so far this year, they have not been afraid to use him because he can scoot. It seems like a kind of a typical Chris Kleiman team and season in that, you know, you stumbled once early in the year, but then uh, you came back and, and were playing at one point, I think playing as well or better than any team in the Big 12. K-State just seems to do that. I mean, just get things going. And then when you, they hit this time of the season, usually they're hitting their stride and they're like last year in the Big 12 championship game. I think that's a really good take, J-Mo, and I'll tell you why. I was doing an interview with a, a guy earlier, and he said, K-State is 6-3 and three and still 25th in the CFP. And I think it says two things. One, K-State's a pretty good team. And you look at the three teams that have beaten them. Mizzou uh, has lost only twice. They gave Georgia a good run this past weekend. Lost that game on a 60-yard field goal at the gun. Uh, did not play well in Stillwater on that Friday night. And, and you know, I think we kind of lit a fire under them. They've not been the same since. Yeah, They've been right. terrific. <laughs> so you take that one and say, okay, probably shouldn't have. But the the point is, is you had a shot at Mizzou and certainly last weekend at Texas and they're ranked sixth or seventh or whatever. So they've been pretty quality losses. And I do think you're right too, in that this is a pretty typical climbing team. They don't make a lot of mistakes. They run the ball. They have some balance. Defensively, they've been really rock solid. They've been really good uh, on third down and in the red zone, both offensively and defensively. You do that, even if you don't get as many sacks as you'd like to have or what have you, or, or turnovers as you'd like to force, you're still going to be in games, and that, that's exactly what they've done. Gotcha. Uh, explain to our listeners here in Waco who haven't made a trip to Manhattan, that atmosphere at Bill Snyder Family Stadium. I mean, that is a tough place to play. It is a factor for any team that comes in there. It is a great home field advantage. Well, I'm great grateful you ask, and I, I so appreciate our fan base. You know, um, I had a guy tell me years ago, fan is short for fanatical, and sometimes they can drive you crazy and you want to pull your hair out on some of the things they write and say and what have you. But they love the Cats. They love the university, and I think that shows on game days. We've had great crowds. We've been sold out like 12 games in a row, uh, which is dating back to last year, which is terrific. And I think it says a lot about the kind of football that they see and with their passion, it is a very difficult place to play. I know going back to the Snyder era, you know, he used to say, J-Mo, about, you know, teams coming in here and and, and thinking it isn't going to be that big a deal. He used USC years ago with, with Pete Carroll's team as an example. And when they got in here and you put 50,000 in there and they're at, at full throat, um, it, it can be pretty, pretty impressive. <clears throat> Excuse me. We've also had, we have, uh, as you know, Fort Riley over near Junction City, not that many miles away, 15, 18, 20 miles away. And it's Fort Riley Day here on Saturday. So that you'll see a little bit of a military flavor there. And it'll be neat to get back home. The, the, the schedule in the league, as you know, where you're like gone a couple of weeks and then home a couple of weeks is a, is a little bit odd, but uh, boy, you love for the you love those home games, man. They're hard to beat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Fort Riley Day on uh, on Veterans Day. That's that's yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it really fits, and you'll see a bunch of 
of the pageantry of that. And it's, it's something that the, the Fort Riley folks, they're so good with, with not only football, but, but with basketball, coach Tang's bunch and what have you, they're always really involved in the community and it's kind of a neat thing for sure. All right. Speaking of basketball, you got the season underway on uh, Monday, that game in Las Vegas. You got uh, another game coming up on Friday, I think, at home. And how how, uh, how are things going uh, with the great overlap between football and basketball? <laughs> Surviving it for sure. I know yeah. you had a late night last night. We had one on Monday night coming back from Vegas. We did a lot of really good things on Monday night against a real good USC team. About the only thing K-State didn't do well was shoot the ball. I mean, they shot 25% in the first half and I think 31 or 32% for the game and had a lot of really good looks. I think Coach Tang uh, has a different team than what we had a year ago. Uh, it's hard to replace a, such electric talents like a Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson. But I think this will be a long and athletic team and a team that, despite what I just said about not shooting the ball the other night, I think it will be a good shooting team eventually but you know you can't really survive if your two freshman guards are 0 for 8 and Arthur Kalum is 1 for 11 uh, but I do think it's going to be a fun year people are so excited about him JMO you, you and I have talked a lot about it he's just a spectacular human being but uh, I think we knew we were getting a good man and a good recruiter I don't know if anybody really realized what kind of coach the guy was yeah. and uh, there when he he and the staff came out of the tunnel the other night at the at the arena there at T-Mobile in Vegas, the, the K-State crowd was at, in full roar uh, in appreciation for, you know, that and, and what he did a year ago. It was such a fun run. He's, he's awesome, man. And yeah. incredibly good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, tell him hello for me, Coach uh, Tang, we'll and uh, maybe have a chance. You think he might come to the game on Saturday, or he's got other irons in the fire? No, I, I think because of the fact that we have a Friday night home game and a Monday night home game, I'd be stunned if he didn't even come in and say hi to you, buddy. I, good, I, that's good. kind of who he is, and you'll probably see him in that student section doing the Wabash, too. That's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I'll shoot him a text. Wyatt, yeah, thanks very much for your time. I appreciate it. We we'll look forward to seeing you on Saturday. You're the best, brother. I can't wait. Appreciate it. It's Wyatt Thompson, the great voice of the Kansas State Wildcats. Baylor and K-State comes up on Saturday, 2 p.m. kickoff. We'll be on the air at noon with the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. Back with more in a moment. Stay with us. John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. At Kalea Wealth Management, we believe in growth. Whether you're expanding your business or planning for the future, we're here to build a relationship with you and provide a clear path toward your financial goals because growing together is success. Kalea Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Moving is fun, said nobody ever. Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and let's face it, moving sucks. But we did it, and now we're in our shiny new location. Announcing, ta-da, the new world headquarters of the Pickup Outfitters Center to End Truck Nudity. Maybe you've seen all the work going on Waco Drive with the new silver and red building. The new location is 4535 West Waco Drive, in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. That's just a half mile away from our old location. We got some cool new equipment and service 
services coming soon. But one thing that won't change is that we're still outfitting naked trucks. From bed covers and steps to toolboxes, hitches, grill guards. Pickup Outfitters also does the heavy-duty stuff. Full front replacement bumpers, airbag suspension, goosenecks, fifth wheels. Come by and see us, even if it's just to say hi and get a free cup of coffee. Pickup Outfitters has moved. 4535 West Waco Drive in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 46 years in a row. Come to the largest showroom in Texas and experience better at Bird Colgen Ford. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 a.m. on Saturday mornings for our post-game injury evaluation clinic. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, we get you back in the game. Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special. Two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns. And the Rocket Breakfast Burritos, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. And daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burgers with their one-third pound fresh, never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. It's the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Aaron Sexton. John is out today, but with him out, we will be listening to a conversation he had with Baylor basketball great Tweedy Carter, currently an assistant coach for the Bears basketball team. He was the first McDonald's All-American to ever play for Baylor men's basketball. He was honored with a lunch with a legend, and here is part one of that conversation. Welcome to everyone. Really fun today. When we say lunch with a legend, we have a legend with us today. Let's bring him on up. Former Baylor standout, member of Scott Drew's staff, Damon Tweedy Carter. Wow. Wow. This is amazing. This is amazing. All right. Where do we go from there, man? man that's <laughs> tough right there, J-Mo. I, I just want to thank y'all for coming out and uh, thank everybody uh, for all they do for this program because it, it really means a lot, and uh, I'm really grateful for it to be a part of it and to call y'all family. So thank y'all. 
You know, I had a thought, this is homecoming week at Baylor, which is it was just a special week at Baylor. Baylor does homecoming better than anybody, and it's perfect to have you here to help tell your homecoming story from having played here and come back now to be a member of Coach Drew's staff. So I think it's a perfect uh, tie-in with homecoming. Yes, it's amazing. Uh, my homecoming is a big moment, uh, I'm pretty sure, for everybody in sports. Um, and then when you have those moments, um, you know, you really want to be grateful and thankful for it because... You know, when they come around, um, you get to meet some great people, you get to pe be a part of a, a special day, and um, just to have this moment uh, means a lot to me and my family, I'm pretty sure, so thank y'all. Let me let you introduce your family yes. that's here today. Yes, I'm going to start with my friends over here, my family, um, Riley, my niece. Can you stand up, Riley? <laughs> she like, don't make me stand up, on. Yes. Hey, Riley. And my sister-in-law, stay standing, Riley, stay standing, my sister-in-law, Chanel. Been a, been a big part of my life. Nice. And this couple right here has been amazing. Uh, been knowing them for probably about eight, nine, ten years maybe. Uh, the Andersons, uh, Nicole and Jason, can y'all stand up, please? Very nice. And this guy right here is, is, is a brother of mine. Um, you know, uh, been around since I uh, came around Baylor and uh, been around since. See, he's showing me that shirt. Look at that shirt. This shirt from 2009, <laughs> 2010, right? And, um, you know, he, he got the shoes, too. So, yeah. Coach Drew, can you see the Adidas right yeah. here? That's what we used to play in right here. Now we're Nike now, so. <laughs> and, Tweety um, Carter specials yeah, yeah, right yeah, there. That, that, those got a lot of buckets in them shoes right there. And uh, my mother-in-law, Guadalupe Neal, can you please stand up? Love you so much. Welcome. And my mother, um, you know, she, I didn't think she was going to be able to make it. Um, they surprised me, um, really brought tears to my eyes because, you know, when I tell my story, a lot of people, you know, they hear from me, but to have my mom and to give my story means a lot to me. So Gladys Lumar, I love you so much and thank you for everything. <laughs> and um, last, my beautiful wife, Brittany Ann, can you stand up? Um, She's amazing. Um, she she take care of the family, uh, real head of the household right there. Um, do anything for the family and make sure that I'm on my P's and Q's when it comes to working hard and staying consistent. So I thank you for that and I love you. So there's my family right here. Fantastic. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Now, Brittany Ann, she did a good job of uh, surprising you with your mom getting here, yes. right? Yes, that was unbelievable. That's fun. That was, um, I don't know how she pulled it off because <laughs> I'm usually uh, telling her to get the tickets or get, get my mom here. And she, you know, she told me she had a meeting and I'm like, a meeting at 8, 9 o'clock at night? Where you at? <laughs> it got to a point I was about to start blowing her phone up and they walked through the door. So. It was a special moment. I really thank her for that, uh, That's cool. for that moment, giving me that moment. That's really it cool. It means a lot to me. This uh, has been a big week for you. Uh, I'm just uh, Maybe these are just the high points of your week, but Tuesday morning you were there at the Mission Waco prayer breakfast. Yes. Tuesday afternoon, the Waco Chamber tip-off luncheon. <laughs> Coach Ken Carter's pounding you on the chest for some reason, <laughs> but you were front and center there. Then this luncheon today, and oh, by the way, yesterday was Tweety's birthday. Yes, Happy yes, birthday yes. to you. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. It's, it's been a big couple of days. Um, you know, when you have these uh, these opportunities to, uh, to speak, uh, give your testimony, 
you know, and to see the room like this, um, you know, it, 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 it's a humbling uh, feeling. And it means a lot to me and I cherish it because, um, you know, for me being from Louisiana and, you know, coming here in 2006 and to see the family, uh, that I have a family in Waco, um, man, it, 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 I'm big on family. So, you know, it brings tears to my eyes when I have these opportunities. So I just want to make sure I always let you guys know how grateful I am for this room, how grateful I am for everything that y'all do in my family. And um, I can't forget about my brothers over here, the coaching staff. Um, man, it means a lot. Um, you know, just to grow with those guys and learn from them, um, you know, means so much to me. And I'm forever grateful for these opportunities to, to get better. And that's been my whole thing since I've been a kid, just to get better each and every day um, and try to be the best I could be. Very well said. Welcome to uh, your basketball family. Coach Drew is here, Jason Smith, Jared Nunes, Luke Simons, Coach Bill Peterson, Charlie uh, Melton is here, David Kay and Caleb, welcome. And Miss Karen is here. Yes. Wouldn't be complete without Miss Karen. Yes, it wouldn't be. So, wouldn't be. She's awesome. Yep. Welcome. Uh, welcome to you guys. Never miss the opportunity to say the coaching staff that won a national championship <laughs> at Baylor in 2021. <laughs> Don't ever miss that opportunity. <laughs> I want to try something. He always do it when he when he's speaking. Um, so I want to try something. Can we give two claps for the national championships? Two claps. Here we go. Oh, Man, that yeah. worked. It, it worked, Coach Drew. It worked. Well done. Very good. So uh, the obvious question on some people's minds, maybe you've heard this story. But I said, Damon Tweedy Carter. They said, who? Damon, never heard that. Uh, just to make sure we, that everyone knows, where did the name Tweedy come from? Uh, my godmother. Um, my mom, you, you know, worked a lot. Um, was a great example for me, one of my heroes. Um, and, you know, she would, I would go with my godmother, and I, get, I, was, I used to cry a lot. I'm, I'm going to just throw that out there. I was very, very emotional, you know. <laughs> my mom, my mom screamed at me. I'm probably crying, you know. And I used to go with my godmother, and um, she had on the show, the the Tweety Bird show, and I would just follow that bird around and point at it. And Tweety stuck with me. It never, it never was Tweety Bird though. It was always Tweety. So I ain't had to defend myself for people calling me Tweety Bird. <laughs> So what age was that? that? You were pretty little then. Man, yeah, I was young. Mama, you probably know it better than me. I was young when I had that. That's a, I thought that was my real name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you Before go. one. Wow, okay. All right. Oh, okay. His mom said he was a crybaby. <laughs> yes, there you go. Right That's good. Table. All right, so you've been Tweety almost your whole yeah. life, yeah. which is great, yeah. and it fits you so well. So, And, and when I first got hired on, um, I couldn't do something on the computer. Ty was trying to help me do something, and I had to call in, and I'm giving them my name. I'm like, Demon Carter. It was like, uh, you don't work here. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've been working for about two weeks. I, I work here. Yeah. And uh, I was like, well, try Tweety. He was like, Tweety Carter? You do work here. I'm like, yes, I know. I know. So there you go right there. Everybody know me as Tweety for that's sure. Good. Well, if that's your uh, Baylor email address, it's, <laughs> it's pretty deep in cement there. So growing up, uh, St. John's Parish, uh, Louisiana, what, yes. what, what, was, what do you remember most about growing up over there? Uh, it being rough. Um, you know, uh, we stayed in low-income areas majority of my life. And, um, you know, just to come up, 
and, and those areas, you know, taught me a lot, uh, made me grow up, grow up fast. Um, like I said, my mom was working all the time, so she would make sure we have everything we need. But, you know, just to go outside, I always had to uh, protect myself, defend myself, and she would let that be known. So anytime I go outside and I wanted to go home and cry to her, she would probably whoop me and send me back outside. So <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather take that whooping from them than her. So, you know, I was always, it was, it was, it was rough. Um, you know, like I said, my mom worked all the time. My dad was in my life, but, um, you know, I was staying with my mom and just to see her, her work ethic and grind and not complain and see a smile, and she a uh, really God-fearing woman. So see her pray all the time. And any, any, it could be anything. I'm talking about food. She gonna put, say, ask God, God gonna break it here. You know, and so for me, just to have those moments and remember all of those things that she taught me, how to be respectful, um, never disrespect adults. Um, and, you know, kept a smile on my face all the time because I knew if I did that, I had trouble at home and, you know, and she, like I said, she taught me how to protect myself and my brothers. Um, and so just, just to be able to have that and grow from those opportunities and be, be one of the ones to, to try to make it out uh, as much as I can. And, you know, she was always there. And just to have those moments meant a lot to me. So I just want to always thank her for that because she's strong. Very nice. Wish Coach Tim Bird would be here, but we'll send him the video. But Coach Bird was a, was a big uh, influence on you during your younger years, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, like I said, we stayed in the projects and uh, just to see Coach uh, come into projects all the time and pick me up and, and people would ask, who is that? You know, and I'm like, you, you, you better not mess with that. You see that purple van come here? You better not touch that van, you know? So, and uh, I've been around him since I've been six or seven years old. Um, and a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people think he came into my life because of sports. Uh, beef. I didn't even think I was going to play basketball. I was baseball, football all day. Um, and my mom would tell you, I played on so many traveling teams. It was teams. I'm like, I don't even know if I'm playing this weekend or where I'm going. I was just playing. Anybody call? My mom would like, yep, you go and play. So, you know, for me to, to have Coach Bird in my life and uh, learn, a, learn a different level of structure, different, different level of discipline and commitment, um, you know, I, I thank him for that too. He's another one of my uh, mentors and heroes. And, you know, I, I know I use that word hero a lot because you have different stages in life. And um, sometimes those, those people come into your life at, a, at the right time. And, and when, they, when they do, you, you definitely want to be grateful for it because it taught me how to grow up a little earlier than I, I expected. Um, you know, and I, I matured fast. So, you know, credit to them for, for allowing me to, to make mistakes and, and not judge me on those mistakes. You were inducted into the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame last year, and you were gone with basketball tournament in Las Vegas. So you had Coach Bird accept uh, on your behalf. That says a lot, right there. Oh, that was a that was a big moment. Yes, that that means a lot to me um, for him to come out and, um, you know, his wife Tracy Bird is battling. Uh, her mom is battling cancer right now, um, which it, it 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 breaks me down because uh, a lot of people. Don't during the course of me being here, being in Waco, you lose a lot of loved ones. I just lost my uncle uh, two days ago. I don't speak much about it um, because I know I got to keep going and, and uh, stay strong for my family. Um, but, you know, just to not be able to make funerals, um, you know, uh, when, when you have those uh, debts in families, it breaks me down a lot. Uh, many nights crying to my wife, uh, you know, just crying to myself. But I know I got to keep fighting through, through all of these things. And, you know, um, 
it's it's hard because I'm a family guy and I came up in Louisiana and now you know Waco is is home and I don't get to go back as much as I, I want to um, but I know I don't need to as much to, at the same time so you know all of these things that you go through in life man you you you, you want to be thankful for it and appreciate appreciate it uh, by it because it builds you especially when you look at it uh, in a positive light it builds you up yeah. very sorry for your loss yes. your uncle appreciate that. Cowboys. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Prescott runs up out of the pocket and runs right. Only heard here. Looking downfield. All season. Touchdown. C.D. Lamb. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the New York Giants. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Giants. Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's fall clearance sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor Power National Best Sellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Raise your hand if you're a Secretariat fan. At UBO Business Services, Secretariat is our inspiration. Secretariat gave it his finest performance in the 1973 Belmont Stakes. He completed the race in a record 2 minutes, 24 seconds, winning by a record 31 lengths. This is our inspiration. Our goal is to outpace our competitors by providing an unrivaled customer experience. Reach out to UBO Business Services by calling Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. 
1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. It's the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Aaron Sexton. John is out today, but we are finishing up a two-part conversation he had with Tweety Carter at Tweety's Lunch with a Legend. Here is part two of that conversation. Come to Waco, start that phase of your uh, career and your life here at Baylor. Uh, Coach Tang reminds me of a story. There was a picture on the front page of the Lariat, and it's Tweety out playing flag football. So here's Baylor's first ever McDonald's All-American, comes to Waco. He's out playing flag football over on campus, and the picture is on the front page of the Lariat, and he had to kind of call you in and have a discussion about that. That is true. Right? But I had two or three touchdowns that day, though, so I was <laughs> sure rolling. You did. I mean, I was, I was snatching them things. I'm, <laughs> I thought no I was out there. Yeah, Coach, Coach Drew wasn't having that. And uh, I, I used to go play. I used to go hit the baseball, too. And uh, Coach stopped that, too. Coach was like, no, no, no way you're going out there. Because, again, that was, that was, those two sports was my first love. And that's the, uh, baseball and football. My dad got drafted out of high school, so I came up in a baseball family. My uncle as well. Um, so I come from a baseball family. So that, that was big. So they did the right thing. Trust yeah, me. They did right. the right thing. All basketball. Was the Syracuse game your freshman year? Yes. Yes. That was uh, quite the memorable trip and game for you. Yes, it was. Yeah. We, we lost our luggage. <laughs> our luggage got lost, yeah. so we finally got to practice in some Nikes. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> so we finally got to practice in some Nikes. And again, when I get that feeling, man, I was, you know, in, that, in Syracuse, it's like real open. So, you know, when you get to making shots, you're like, man, I know I'm going to go crazy this next tomorrow. So I wanted to save some shots. I was playing in Nikes, but we had to back door and go back to the Adidas the, uh, the next day. So, um, you know, that was a big uh, blessing. But uh, just to be able to score those points that game, we didn't get the win. So I don't like to talk about it too, too much. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was a big moment for me uh, to, to have that moment. So. Did have 31 points in that game yes, against Syracuse, yes. and we're asking to keep the Nikes, right? To wear the Nikes. I'm telling you that that I've been begging Coach Drew for a long time. <laughs> Can we go Nike? And it, maybe next year, maybe next year. And uh, all these years later, now we Nike. Here we are, absolutely. Yeah. Nike made. Elite, because we got a championship, so oh, we get the gold patch. Oh, there now. you go, Nike Elite. <laughs> yeah. Nice. We got the gold patch now. <laughs> That's good. <So. laughs> 2008, uh, you helped lead Baylor to the NCAA tournament. First time in 20 years to make the NCAA tournament. What a breakthrough that was. Well, I'm, I'm going to give the credit to the older guys like Curtis Gerald, Aaron Bruce, and all those guys, uh, Henry Dugat, Kevin Rogers, 
uh, because, you know, when I first came to Baylor, just to go through, um, you know, changing from high school basketball to coming to college, I did not know it was that real. And you had to put in so much time. Coach Charlie, thank you for putting me on a treadmill all the time. Um, but, you know, just to go to be able to go to school, work out, have three-hour practices, and at that time, you know, those our practices was rough. Coach Drew, you hey, I know you you, you didn't grow, you're growing, baby, but I know, man, them practices was rough back then. <laughs> so just to go them three and a half, four hour practices, my body couldn't handle that. So I thank all you guys for y'all patience uh, with me, especially, you know, uh, being blessed to be the first McDonald's All-American. You expect success right away. You know, and a lot of those guys, and a lot of those guys on staff, my, my teammates, it really helped me through that because it was rough. It was rough. I remember going in Coach Drew's office asking for a red shirt because I didn't think I was good enough. Really? You know, um, it was hard because, you know, like I said, those guys was good. And uh, to have that on my plate, I didn't back down from it, but I just wanted to be realistic towards uh, who I was up against and what I was up against. And I, didn't, I did not want to let this program down. So to get that opportunity to make the tournament uh, in a long time meant a lot to me. Uh, and, and I'm pretty sure it made a lot to my teammates. 2009, all the way to the NIT championship game. That was a great run. 2010, back in the NCAA tournament, all the way to the Elite Eight. And remember uh, down at what was then Reliant Stadium and that, that humongous Baylor crowd that was there, 47,000 total, and probably 40,000 of them were Baylor fans. Wasn't that fun? And you, you smashed St. Mary's and then ran into Duke in the Elite Eight. Yes, that that was that was an unbelievable run. I don't think I think my senior year we probably uh, even the games that we lost we had a chance to win. We um, I think we probably lost every game by less than seven points, uh, right at seven points. So that tells me we had a chance to 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 win all of our games, which was unbelievable to go from those three years of having ups and downs and 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 you know, trying to bring something different to this program and to get an opportunity to uh, make the Elite Eight, man, when I tell you that, that was an unbelievable feeling. And I realized, I, then I, at that moment, I realized that this was the specialty I was talking about. This was the specialty I wanted to be a part of because it, 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 it really changed my life. We, had, we, we formed a brotherhood um, and through all of the ups and downs, man, we was able to go out there and compete against Duke and, you know, uh, we wanted to get that win, um, and it was hard. Leaving that locker room, we probably cried for an hour after that game um, because I knew that was my last uh, day in the, in the Baylor uniform. Um, so that was a hard, hard moment because, I, again, I, I, I developed a family here, um, and that moment meant so much to me, and I wanted it to keep going. And now that we're blessed uh, to get a national championship, it's, it's so – it's so amazing to see the growth, to see the campus, to see the university, the program just grow and flourish the way it has. Uh, it's just an unbelievable feeling and blessing. Yeah. We play Duke this year. Did you notice that? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> December 20th at Madison Square Garden, so that'll be fun. And the head coach played, so we, we definitely need to take care of business That's on right, that John, day. You play, John yeah. Shire was yeah. on that team, wasn't he? <laughs> he played that day, so he was probably one of the reasons why we didn't get that dub, making all those threes, so yeah, probably right. push him when I see him. <laughs> That'd be great. After Baylor, after your career here is over, um, you want to keep playing, right? Yeah, yeah. That's when real life hit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, you know, when you when you at school, man, you 
you, you don't know how much the program does for you um, until you leave. Uh, you don't know how much the coaches wanted to see what's best for you until you leave. And I wish I would have listened more. I wish I would have uh, did things a little bit better. But, um, you know, I'm grateful for the mistakes uh, that I made and got, I got a chance to learn from them. So when I started going overseas and playing professional basketball, that's when I understood everything that I was that, that was given to me. I, sh I should have appreciated them a little bit more. So um, that was some of the rough, roughest time, 12 years playing overseas of my life. Um, so... But I'm grateful for it. 12 years, and I had to write this down to make sure I got every, yes. every place right. You were, uh, you were touring the world. Uh, started out in Tulsa, that great overseas spot in Tulsa. <laughs> and then, uh, if I have these out of order, you correct me. Israel, Latvia. I went Cro to Latvia first. Oh, I'm sorry. Latvia first, Israel, Croatia, Czech Republic, Germany, France, Lithuania, Poland, Greece, Portugal, and back to Poland to yes, finish up. Yes, that was that's quite the yes, travel yes, log yes, there. <laughs> yes, and that's when I I realized, uh, you know, going to Latvia, being in a small little uh, city out there in in uh, Latvia, um, I was only there for three months, so it went by pretty pretty fast. Uh, the the goal was to you know go there and make some money so I could take care of my family, take care of moms and, um, you know, make sure that, you know, I was doing everything I needed to do to, to help her out and help my family out. And then um, after that year, you know, I, I got a, I signed a two-year deal to go to Israel, which was amazing. Um, and during that course of Israel, I, some life-changing moments happened. I met my wife, um, got a chance to meet my wife. Uh, crazy story on how we met. Um, and, you know, when me and her met, I got a chance to fly out to Israel, and I think uh, that, that kind of changed my life because now I, I was fighting for more than just myself and my family. I was fighting to build a family, so that was, that was big time. Okay, you say crazy story how we met, but you don't Yeah, I know. give us some um, details there. So, or you want Brittany uh, to come up and give details? Yeah, I know, right? You, you want to come up? <laughs> like, she like, come okay. on, Brittany Ann. Come on. got set up through Lace Darius and his girlfriend. Blind date. Um, and at the time I was in Monroe, Louisiana going to college and um, she was like, hey, I want you to come with me to Israel. My cousin can't come. And I was like, great. You know, I'm taking the fall, the spring semester off anyways. Like, what do I gotta do? She's like, just get a passport. And I was like, great, wonderful. Fast forward to two weeks later, she's like, hey, Lace has a friend and he wants to talk to you. And I was like, how would said friend know who I am? Like, <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want a basketball player. I want a normal guy. <laughs> and uh, she was like, no, no, he's good. I was like, well, what's his name? She's like, Tweety Carter. I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> I was like, that cannot be his, his birth name. And she was like, Google him. I was like, the man's Googleable? Oh no. <laughs> I get on Google. I'm like, this guy's got hundreds of articles. Where do I start? So I found an article from the Duke game and read how just amazing he is and, you know, records and things like that. And I was like, you know what? I'll take a leap of faith. 
Uh, fast forward, this is October of 2011. I was supposed to come to Waco his senior year to meet him, but I was like, there's nothing in Waco. I don't want to go there. <laughs> and so I regretted that. <laughs> but um, three months later, uh, he, you know, we, mind you, I'm sorry, we talked on text and back then this was before the iPhones got you know fancy so we were like talking on Skype in this app called Tango and the first day I met him the first thing I noticed was his smile and I was like sold going to Israel <laughs> I'm going to Israel to meet this handsome man with the most beautiful smile I've ever seen and I remember I got off that plane and my mom was so worried she was like you're going to Israel she's like you need to be conservative and be careful they got all these things going on and I stepped foot down I was like this is the most modern country I've ever lived in I'm thinking my mom scared me into going to Israel because I didn't know what I was expecting, but it was so modernized. And I see him coming down the elevator in the terminal and he walks up to me and it was love at first sight. Yes, yes it love was. Love at first sight. Yes it was. And we've been together ever since. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Good job. <laughs> I appreciate you, JMO. You're a good man. Thank you. This is ESPN Central Texas.